And they, it was a six foot nine inch uh, promoted heavyweight by top, uh, top ranked promoted heavyweight who was the talk of the sports sports world. And then the, this weekend, it's it's going to be the same thing uh, with pro debuting Antonio Morales. Uh, is set to make his pro debut uh, this Friday night in San Diego. How you doing, Antonio? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, so you making? Yeah, thank a, you for having me. You, you making a long uh, waited pro debut. Uh, excited for it? Yes, very, very. Been a long time coming. Uh, t- taking on Demonte Randall. What, what can you tell us about him? Uh, not much. I don't really know anything about him, to be honest. So, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're six foot nine, and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about like uh, how you got into boxing and uh, you know your amateur career, which uh, was uh, a successful one. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I got into boxing. Well, first time I ever entered a boxing gym is when I was eight. But uh, unfortunately, that gym closed down after like a month or two. So, and I instantly fell in love with it the second I, uh, second I stepped into a boxing ring. And uh, and that, like I said, it, it closed down only after like a month or two. But then a few years later, uh, I remember my mom told me she saw in the newspaper about this new boxing club that opened up in uh, in our town. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, by the way. Uh, and it was it was uh, through the Des Moines Pal Police Athletic League, and it was uh, it was free, brand you know, brand new, all uh, free to join, all that. It was basically the whole thing behind it was just a uh, way for kids to get into something productive and get them off the streets, you know, and something you know they can. Uh, keep them out of trouble so and that was when I was around 11 or 12 and that was the gym I stayed at throughout my entire amateur career up until a few months ago when I came out here and then you're that's the Robert Garcia boxing gym if I'm not mistaken correct yes I'm out here in Riverside right now at the Robert Garcia Boxing Academy you mentioned you you uh started eight you know 11 12 were you always the 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 tallest kid out of uh, everyone there yeah. Yeah. I've always, uh, people always ask me like, Oh, you know, when was your, you know, when did you really get there? When were you, uh, have your growth spurt? And I was, I always just kind of chuckle and I tell them, you know, <laughs> since birth, I've always just been, I remember, uh, cause I did some other sports growing up and when I played, uh, little league football in the division or, or whatever I played in, they they didn't go by age. They went by size and weight. Yes. So I was I was eight years old playing with twelve and thirteen year olds. Mm. So yeah. Were, were, were um, you mentioned football? Were you ever and did you? I would imagine you play basketball at all uh, growing up. Nope. Never. Wow. I know that always shocks a lot of people, but uh. I tried a few other sports, but never once even thought of basketball. I I figure going through a high school, the coaches were probably begging you to tra- come out to to the team. Is it would that be a fair statement? Yeah, and, and I, you, I I certainly pissed off my fair share of coaches throughout <laughs> my uh, school career. 
Yeah, I, I remember that when I was in high school. He, he, even if the kid couldn't play because he was six five, six six, the basketball coaches wanted that kid to play. So yeah. I mean, it was uh, so. So uh, you you had a successful amateur career. Um, you won the national uh, for the. You won the Olympic trials, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, people talk about the politics of professional boxing. The politics of amateur boxing is, uh, you know, that has a lot to be desired. And uh, another guy went, I believe it was Richard Torres, and some for yeah. some reason they picked him to go. And, you know, we could spend here all day, uh, you know, talking about the politics of that. But, you know, that's behind us. And you're starting your pro career uh, this Friday night. How excited are you for this? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely excited. Yeah, I uh... – I can't wait. I'm ready just to step into this whole new world of just professional boxing and make a name for myself. Tell us a little bit about your style. We've seen some, you know, fighters, uh, some taller fighters become more boxers. Some uh, become more punchers. Like, you know, obviously the comparisons of Tyson Fury, which I'm sure you're probably sick of right uh, right now because of your, yeah. your height, you know, you know, what, what would you say? Would you say you're more boxer, more puncher, a little bit of both? I definitely say I'm a little bit of both. Uh, I think um, I would say boxing suits me best. That's usually where I have just the best uh, showing and I look the mm -hmm. best in my fights. But, you know, uh, I'm also, you know, not afraid to just get in there, you know, and just trade some leather every once in a while. Um, I, I know in the press releases, uh, the El Gigante uh, nickname. I know uh, your manager Dave McWhorter likes to use the Lincoln Giant. You're talking, you're you're you're, yeah. you're the you're the gentle giant. I think you very pleasant yeah. guy, but that changes when you get through those ropes, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that little switch. Uh, so I mean, what, what's the plan? I mean, if everything goes well, you you could keep active maybe every couple months to start. You know, kind of get you know get your feet wet. Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I'd like to be uh, uh, more active. You know, especially starting out. You know, not not rushing anything. You know, crazy. You know, just take my time. You know, build up my name for myself and just build up my resume. But I definitely uh, would like to once every two, you know, three months, stay in there and stay busy. Uh, coming up in Iowa, what's the boxing climate there in terms of the amateurs? I know there's some they sprinkle in some pro shows from time to time there. What's the what's the climate there in Iowa in terms of boxing? Uh, <laughs> almost almost like a like a drought. That's the best yeah. climate you can compare it to. There's a uh, the boxing scene in, I in Iowa is almost non-existent. Try, I guess uh, I guess it was good that you tra you traveled to a lot of tournaments then. Yeah, actually, uh, the last year of my amateur career was the most fights I had in one year with 13. Before that, I only had like, I saw less than 20. And it took me a good like four, five years to get those fights. So, yeah. Uh, I, I know, uh, like say the, you know, the Tyson Fury stuff, but I would imagine – Maybe going forward, you'll probably be getting a lot of calls to go to some camps, being being your size and everything. Is, has that happened? Has that been happening? Uh, not not as of yet. You know, I've mainly just been uh, because uh, I've mainly just been out here getting acclimated to training with these guys at the mm -hmm. Robert Garcia Boxing Academy. You know, getting 
my feet wet used to him being my trainer and working with these guys. You mentioned I was kind of like a drought. You go into that gym and there's world champions to the left ear, world champions to the right ear. Mikey's in there. Robert's a former world champion. What, what, yeah. what, what's that like coming from, you know, like you said, a quote, drought area boxing? It was uh, it was really cool. And it was kind of surreal at first just to be, you know, uh, you know, I like it because back home in my t- uh, my town and my gym, I'm kind of like I'm the top dog. You know, we mainly just have a bunch of little kids with only one or two amateur fights. And so everyone kind of like looks up to me like I'm, you know, the cool guy and all that. But uh, coming out here, you know, being kind of like uh, the new guy and being around all these other dudes who've been already made a name for themselves. It's 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 a really cool, humbling, humbling experience. And I enjoy it very much. You mentioned um, you mentioned obviously you played football as a real young. So you, you're following the Hawkeyes, ranked number three in the country. Yeah, the, yeah, we're the, doing all right. So 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 between uh, n- n- number three Iowa and your manager Dave McWhorter, who's he? I don't know if he's talked to you about Oklahoma football. He's a diehard Oklahoma uh, f- football fan. They're ranked number four. But, you know, if if Iowa plays Oklahoma in one of those ball games. Uh, there, there could could be a could be a little uh, going back and forth with you and Dave. Yeah, that <laughs> might uh, be. Well, we look forward to seeing you uh, in action and following your career. Obviously, big time amateur should have been in the Olympics. Six foot nine, Antonio Morales. Uh, what, what do you want to tell the fans out there before they see you in the ring this Friday night in San Diego? Uh, just you know, tune in. I'll be sure to put on a show and. Uh... Thanks to everyone for all the love and support. And where do we where do we find you on social media? Uh, my tag is Antonio Morales seventeen. And I don't have any Twitter. That's just my Instagram tag. And well, there you have. It. I'll be sure to tag you in this video when we put it up on Instagram. Thank you for a few minutes of your time. And you know, I say it's a lot of fighters, and, and I meet it, but I, I'm really excited to follow the progress of your career. And I. I uh, no pun intended. I think big things are ahead, ahead for you uh, going forward, and it all starts this Friday night. Looking forward to seeing it, Antonio. Thank you for a few minutes of your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. Me.